Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to a special 50th episode of... Pass the Popcorn. The popcorn is dead. What do you say in a movie? Burn it? Kill it? What do you say? I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what we're doing. That's fine. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was being Batman. It's that just... was an awful Batman, though. That was a bad Batman. You sound like a like like Batman taking a shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like Macho Man. Macho <laughs> Batman. Yeah, made of some gym. Oh yeah. Bruce Savage. Anyway. All right. This is. We're doing a special episode of Pass the Popcorn, our 50th episode. Five. 50. 50. But we have a 50. Because I'm, because I'm, and I kick. We're 50. And we have a, we have a special guest. We have, we have Derek. Hello, everybody. Dio says his very own Derek. You'll, you, you hear Derek every week or just, yeah, every week on, uh, uh, what's the name of my that other podcast we do called Spoon? Spoon, the Tick versus the podcast. Uh, now, so Derek I, is is one of the three hosts on that. I'm the occasional background voice on Spoon. Tim versus the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have really been trying hard to not uh, not uh, rule that podcast with an iron fist, and I, I thought I did an okay job the last. You two did years. a wonderful job. I'm just busting your chops. <laughs> you just busted my coconuts. It's it's nice when a new podcast starts because it always comes out every week. However, <laughs> in time, <laughs> in time, lucky if you get if you get the Tick Podcast once a year. There you go. No, <laughs> it's it will be it will be out there. Just coming soon. It's all you got to put down. It's coming soon, and then people <laughs> wait. You know. We'll only put it out during deer and tick season. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, uh, t- this week uh, we have we're just going to be reviewing one movie and one movie only. We're going to be reviewing Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yes. So if you have not seen this movie, we are going to be talking a lot about it. We're going to be giving spoilers: who lives, who dies, who wins, who loses, who's in love with men i don't know um, <laughs> what time nick fury shows yeah up. when does nick fury show up how how american is captain america yeah. all that sort of stuff so if you have not seen batman versus superman and you intend to don't listen to the show because we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff Major, yes pause this go to yeah. the theater come back unpause it <laughs> um, yes so we'll give you a moment to pause yes Pause. That's long enough. It only takes a second. <laughs> yeah, it does. Anywho, right. um, yeah. Tim, let's play the trailer. I saw this with the fellow podcaster, Derek. Hey. Hey, that's me. That's him. We saw it together. Me, my wife, my two kids, and his lovely wife. We all met at the Chamonix on a Friday night at 7.30, I think it started. I saw it the night before. I saw it on Thursday night. It was just yeah. one of those things where it just sort of – Worked out that I could go see it, and so because I was I wasn't sure when I was going to see it that weekend, but uh, I managed to see it that opening night. I I bought a ticket for the 2D version of it, and I went in and I couldn't find a seat. So luckily, I always carry 3D glasses with me everywhere I go. That's right. 
and I just walked right over to the 3D version, went in, put my 3D glasses on, sat down. That was that was good good to go, right as rain. Well, I'm going to play the trailer, and after the trailer plays, Derek, feel free to tell the world about my <laughs> about my okay. movie, my movie theater like experience. Okay. I will I will share the love. I'm dying to hear this. I have not heard this yet. Who's that? You must be new. That is Bruce Wayne. Mr. Wayne! Clark Kent, Daily Planet. What's your position on the bat vigilante in Gotham? Civil liberties are being trampled on in your city. People living in fear. He thinks he's above the law. The Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the laws are hypocritical. What'd you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial about an alien. You could burn the whole place down. Most of the world doesn't share your opinion, Mr. Wayne. Maybe it's Gotham City in me. Have a bad history with freaks dressed like clowns. Boys! Mm, Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we? Lex. Hi, hello. Lex, it is a pleasure. Ow, wow. That is a good grip. You should not pick a fight with this person. You know the oldest lie in America, Senator? That power can be innocent. gladiator match in the history of the world. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. It's time you learn what it means to be a man. Stay down! If I wanted it, you'd be dead already. Man won't kill God. What have you done? She with you? I thought she was with you. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. Tell us, tell the world of your experience with me. Well, I don't know that we could talk about that on a. We podcast. were in the men's room. The lights went out. We had to find our way with our hands. A, a famous news reporter was using the next stall over. Yeah. I just saw Don Pollock take a fecal, a poopy. <laughs> so let's go back just a little bit to December of last year. When Chris and I went to go see episode seven and the movie started, I don't remember what time, but let's say noon. (laughs) 
And Chris wanted to get in line at what time did the mall open? Nine, I think. About nine o'clock. <laughs> uh, we were the second three people in line with Luke. And we waited and we waited and we waited uh, for a movie that both of us had just seen the night before. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so fast forward to this past weekend. The movie starts at 730. It's not the first night it's out. It's the second night it's out. And Chris wanted to be there at 430 to stand in line <laughs> and wait. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say 430, but ASAP. <laughs> I believe it was five o'clock by the time you guys got there. And I believe what I'm about to say will prove that you wanted to be in line at five o'clock. Chris walked up to the gentleman at the ticket booth who probably drove his Flintstone mobile to the theater. (laughs) He was, he was quite an older gentleman. And Chris said to the gentleman, this is the movie we're going to see. Where's the line? Where can I stand? And he looked at the ticket and it said 7.30 and it was 5 o'clock. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, we're not seating anybody until close to 7. To which Chris said, but there's going to be a line and we need to get seats. So he uh, he had a little back and forth with this gentleman. And it just proceeded to become a running joke for the rest of the evening <laughs> until we got to our seats. And then after the movie as well that Chris was going to get into a fist fight with this 80 something year old <laughs> I, I man who just him. wanted to rip tickets. I could have taken him. You could have taken him. I think you should have added him to the micro movie review. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola used to cost a nickel. <laughs> I remember when these were all apple orchards. I was upset because when we got back after we had, had some dinner, there was a, there was a fucking line already. There was a line of about 15 to 20 people. There was there was a little bit of line, and I wanted to be front of the line, not in the middle of the line. There. Chris wants his he wants the seat that he wants in the yeah. theater. He's very particular. It, I am, Tim. Well, I want. The, did you notice that your daughter leapt in front and bolted yeah. to the exact spot that you wanted? Well, no, we wanted the spot like in the right in the like in the middle where there's no seats in front of you. Like that's the perfect IMAX spot. Uh, was oh, you saw oh, you saw an IMAX. We did, Tim. Yes. Yes. Did. yes. Okay. And we wanted, I wanted to get those, but then every time a row got got taken, she kept going, going back a row. But she got good seats, you know. I, I, I sent. That's why you have kids. Go, run. <laughs> that's right. She can whittle her way through that crowd. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. And and we saw it. But yes, it was. I wanted to get there early just to just to get a good seat. But then and the ticket taker probably wakes up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, panicked, panicked that you're going to be in the corner of his room. Yeah. I think I said some some nasty stuff about him, which both of our wives weren't happy with. <laughs> but it was fun. Anyway, all right, back to the movie. <laughs> anyway, Batman v Superman. Yes. For some reason, this movie, kind of like the 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 Star Wars prequels, is polarizing. It's like you either love it or you hate it, and I, I can't. Agree. I am. I mean, I have been reading some just downright nasty reviews. Trash. People, the critics are hating it. Kevin Smith today just came out and he didn't really, he didn't hate it, but he said it wasn't good. Which, which kind of hurts. I would think he would have loved it more. And Ralph Garman, yeah. man, Ralph Garman hated it more than Kevin Smith does. Yeah. 
which is surprising because of the amount of references to the books that there were, just the amount of comic book references in that movie. You would have thought that they would have appreciated a lot more of that. But, you know, I mean, everybody likes what they like. But, yeah, definitely this movie was just up and down with people's reviews. Yeah, and I was was thinking, well, maybe it's just one of those things where the critics hate it, but – the fans like it, but I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing a division right there. I'm seeing people who are big comic book like um yeah big comic book writers artists. I've like I know Jamal Igel wrote a a pretty uh, critical review of it. He Jamal Igel is a comic artist. He did um, Firestorm and a few characters. I know Joe Joe Corney. He's he's I think he's kind of on the fence, but I think he's leaning more towards he didn't like it. Uh, Kevin Lyle, who uh, yeah. does the trivia, he's he he didn't like the movie, and I posted my my little review on there, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, "You're wrong, you know, you know, population, <laughs> you know, welcome to wrong town, population, you." Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. The correct answer is Adam Driver. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 strange that 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 there's this that there's this crazy division, which as I said just said a minute ago, I I thought it was going to be. One of those things where the critics hate, like I'll, I'll say, Twilight. I thought it was gonna be a thing like Twilight, where the critics hate it, but the fans love it. But that's not necessarily the case. Where do where do you guys each stand on it? You can go, Derek, first. I I don't know. I kind of feel like in the middle. I didn't really care for the first Superman movie. I thought it was okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I I really thought that Affleck did a great job as Batman. Uh, it was kind of the Batman that I would have wanted to see, but I mean, I definitely had my issues with it, but that's a lot of nitpicking kind of stuff. Uh, overall, it was a fun movie. You know, you got to see, uh, the fight that you've been wanting to see for years, but I think a lot of the, maybe the critic and maybe the casual fan hate of the movie stems from, you know, all those Marvel movies where it's bright and it's fun. And even if there's drama, there's still, Tony making a joke yeah. or something stupid going on that's entertaining, whereas this was just straight dark. Hmm. I, Derek, I agree with everything you said, and I'm like, I, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie, but I did have a few little things here and there. And out of the three of us, I'm probably the stupidest one from the comic books. I don't know much from the books. I just know a lot from the movies and. And Smallville and, and TVs and whatnot, <laughs> but I had a blast watching it, and and there's shit in there that made me. I mean, we're gonna talk about it, and I won't cry now, but I was crying at a lot of scenes in this movie. I was edge of my, I wasn't even sitting back a lot. I was watching the edge of my seat. I think mostly too because Luke was there and he was really loving it, and and we're, we were kept, we kept on fighting back and forth as long as we heard about this movie. You know, he loves Batman, I love Superman, and. I don't know if if you saw this, Derek. Every time during the whole bat fighting scene, when Batman was kicking his ass, he would look at me with this smirk and nod his head, saying, "Yeah, that's right." But then when it was Batman's turn to get his ass kicked, I was like, "Yeah, that's right." Like it was so cool seeing it with him. I I really I I want to say I love's a strong word, and I I really 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 like this movie a lot. But I did have a few problems here and there. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. Um, as a as a fan of the comic books, you know, I I I jumped into comic books whole wholeheartedly back in '89 when the first Batman came out, and so I was a huge Batman comic reader for a decade. 
Uh, I haven't read a whole lot of Batman stuff, but I but I have read a lot of Batman. You know, during that time, I, I read a, basically all the major storylines up to that point. Um, so I went into this knowing that this was going to be a very uh, derivative story of the the Dark Knight Returns and. And then I heard that Doomsday was going to show up, and so I was like, kind of assumed they were going to pull from that, and and they did. They they pulled so many different things, but um, and I and I and I did like the first Band of Steel. I I, I liked that more than Chris. You did and probably yeah, you did. probably more than more than Derek. I, I'm I guess I'm not an apologist, but I'm a I'm a staunch defender of uh, the first Superman movie. Well, yeah, but I, I I like this a little better than than that one though. I think I told you Tim after I saw this movie, I really wanted to watch the first Man of Steel, and I think I would probably like it more now because I had Brandon Routh in my mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was still he he like he I love that movie. I don't care what anyone says out there. That movie to me is Superman two point five. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's a continuation, but seeing this one makes me want to watch Man of Steel like now and yeah. and i think i would love it more than i did the first time and we'll 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 get to that we i think we've we've alluded that we're we want to do a uh an audio commentary on yeah, it. so i do yeah, I hope we we just haven't been able to do it up until this point so hopefully we'll get an audio commentary on a man of steel soon um but uh, yeah overall i i thought i thought this was a good movie i did have issues with with things i mean this isn't a far from a perfect movie but these people out there that just flat out hate it and say it's a train wreck, I I honestly can't can't understand what they're what they're referencing. It's you know it's, I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like I, I personally thought that uh, the Force Awakens would have been more of a more um, I don't know more controversial film with people. Than than it was then, and I, I figured this one was going to be a, as as big a crowd pleaser as you could get, but I, apparently I was wrong. I think a Force Awakens had a little bit of a nostalgia push to it too, though, because you know all these people that are bitching and moaning about how oh it's a reboot of the original or it's this or that or the other thing, they all have a warm spot spot for somebody in that cast, whether it's R two, C three PO, somebody. So no matter how much they quote unquote hate it, they're still going to go see it at yeah. least once, maybe twice. This one, you know, I mean, anybody that's a comic book fan, anybody that liked the Frank Miller series. Anybody that saw I Am Legend has been waiting yeah, for that's right. for for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And if if I were on the critic side, I would you know, I mean, I think my first argument would be, well, the actual Batman versus Superman was five minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a three hour movie and there was like a ten minute fight. Yeah. It was a it was a lot of it was a lot of lead up. Yeah. I was I was thinking too when I first heard about this movie I was like why are they fighting they're friends or they're Justice League all <laughs> Justice they're super friends yeah exactly and meanwhile I'm so glad <laughs> of the reason like I'm glad there was a reason why yeah. they were kind of fighting and I'm glad they would explain I'm glad that Superman was trying to say hey Batman I'm doing this because but I'm so glad there was some kind of reason behind it rather than just saying I don't like you or I don't like you. I'm glad there was there was a point to fight. <laughs> well, there always there always was in the books too. Okay. I mean, it was always 
well, Superman doesn't really have any rules or authority. I mean, other than his own moral code and Batman was always the one to say, well, if somebody's got to take him down, it might as well be me. Whereas Superman didn't like that. He took that Batman took his own vigilante justice into his own hands. You know, granted he wasn't much for the killing, but still, you know, he didn't go with the cops. He kind of just did his own thing. So Superman was always really wary of him. So that was always a running theme in the books is that, you know, they both have different styles and, you know, they got to keep an eye on each other. But they're super yeah. friends. <laughs> Can they just get along, you know? One of the one of the uh, criticisms that, uh, that I read was some of the critics were ticked off that they wasted time at the beginning of the movie to, to tell Bruce Wayne's origin. But I, I, I thought they did a, a pretty good, a pretty good job showing uh, the origin of Batman in this. They kind of needed that. If you're going to introduce a new Batman, you gotta, you gotta do the origin. And it wasn't really that long. And I didn't think it was, it was that bad. I did tell Derek though, when it first opens up and, and little Bruce Wayne falls in the cave and the bats are carrying him up out of the fucking ground. Like he's flying, thought, he's flying. I thought that was a little dumb. But then it said it was a dream, and then to me, I'm like, it's okay then. Like I thought it was real. The one thing, I'll, the one of the things that I'll say that I liked about the first Superman movie is that the origin was short. You know, I mean, they had that whole story about Krypton, but then you know the part about him getting shipped off and the Kents finding him was was fairly quick. Yeah. And they've been trying to do that every time they reboot the comics. They're like, okay, he's an alien. He landed on Earth. They got parents. So I like the fact that they were quick about the bat, you know, the Batman origin. But still, I mean, every movie that we have with him, and then yeah, the the thing with the bats being an elevator for him to get out of the cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on. The the bats I thought was was a little stupid, but I I thought you needed I thought you needed that because well I don't necessarily think that this is a movie that kids should be watching while it's it's definitely not like um, uh, Deadpool I don't necessarily think this is a movie for kids say under ten to be watching but this is going to be a movie that introduces Batman to a certain segment of the population. There are kids being born every day that haven't seen Batman. As soon as a baby pops out, that kid has not seen Batman. And he's got to see Batman at some point. That's a tight vagina there, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) For a lot of kids, this is, this is going to be, or for, I should say for a lot of people, this is the first time that they're going to see a Batman movie. So they need that origin there. What you guys think of, um, of Batfleck? I I really liked him, and I was one of the people early on when they said that he was cast. I was one of the people that said, "Awesome! I think he's going to do a really good job." Yeah, I thought he, I agree. I agree too. I thought he was great as Wayne and as Batman. I thought he was like yeah. such a badass Batman, and the voice changing thing <clears throat> didn't bother me one bit. <laughs> Well, they showed it, too. You know, they had Alfred playing with it. But, yeah, I thought he was great. I thought, you know, I mean, Christian Bale is what he is. But, you know, Batman was always either Adam West or Michael Keaton. And I think I think he did a Keaton level job, at least in that first Batman movie. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, Derek, were you when you heard it was going to be Ben Affleck, were you like, or were you like, okay, I can can see that. (laughs) I was fine with it. I, I did like they uh, they kept posting a comment that he had made in an in an interview, 
after the uh, debacle of Daredevil, where he basically said, I like comic books too much. I'm never going to put on another comic book uh, then, costume then, ever again then, or something, something to that extent. Yeah. And then it's like, but you could be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure anybody in his shoes would have been like, well, I could be Batman. Okay. You know, and the, you know, he looked great and the costume was perfect. You know, it wasn't too flashy. It wasn't, you know, too much. It was just kind of perfect. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate him as Daredevil. A lot of people talk about that movie like it was horrible. There were some bad parts in that movie, but that movie overall, Jennifer I thought Garner. was okay. Well, that, yeah, Jennifer Garner wasn't great, but, uh, <laughs> there, well, Jennifer Garner was fun to look at, but she wasn't very good in the movie. The thing that I always hated was when he's, when, when they were fighting the two of them, she's like, you killed my father. And she's like, it wasn't me. It was an assassin named Bullseye. And that, just the, the dialogue <laughs> in that scene, just, just really, I'm like, fucking, hey, who wrote this? A two year old? But other than that, I thought that movie was okay. Well, what, 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 all right, let's talk about what we didn't like. Like, what did you have problems with, Derek? Uh, with, with this yeah. movie or with Daredevil? <laughs> that, this, <laughs> this movie. Daredevil, let me count the ways. <laughs> I, I didn't care for the dream sequence stuff, even though it's set up for the next movie pretty well. I didn't at, at first, I didn't care for the doomsday. Um, I kept saying that he looked too much like Abomination from that terrible Hulk movie that came out several years ago. I thought I thought Doomsday looked a lot like the cave troll from Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that on the internet too, like a lot of memes of that. But but once he got blasted and came back, yeah. I thought it was I thought he looked a lot better. There was things that that are about it that just kind of irked me, like like the dream sequences, but. If if they are leading up to future movies or future storylines, then it, then it'll be okay, I suppose. But I don't know. I, I think the biggest issue I had was that the the epic battle wasn't really all that epic. Huh. Okay. You can have your opinion and be wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, Kristen? What what issues did you have in the movie? Did you have issues? Stupid stuff. Like like Eisenberg, awful Lex Luthor. I'm sorry. I just don't like. I think he would have made a better Joker or even a Riddler or something, but Lex to me was always just too cool and too calm and never got like I don't know angry or upset. He was always ahead of Superman. Mm. I, I just don't. I didn't. I don't like Eisenberg. The whole dream stuff. I when it first happened, like when he popped up in the in, in Tatooine and he has on his goggles, <laughs> <laughs> like see, like I'm watching this going, oh, where's he at? Like I didn't know it was a dream. And then when he's 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 um. He's captured, and then Superman comes, and he and Superman cuts the two people in half with his with his heat vision. I was like, that would never happen. I was like, I was kind of upset. I was like, what's going he stood on? Up. That's not my Superman. Yeah, that's not. He don't kill people. <laughs> oh, he's odd, and I don't even agree with it, with that a little bit. <laughs> but then I said, oh, it's a dream, dumbass. Because then I saw those flying Kryptonian Geonosis things. Yeah, Geonosis. That, that was a head scratcher. I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't know. It was, it was a dream. Do you know where they're from, Tim? No, no. Um, not to spoil too much of the spoiler episode, but um, the next movie is going to be, well, it's supposed to be, or the first uh, Justice League movie is supposed to be about Darkseid. Yeah. And they're the minions from Darkseid's planet. Ooh. And if you remember when they were doing the uh, 
she was looking at all the clips of the different supers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they were building uh, Cyborg. Yeah. And he had the the mother box. What's that? That the mother box comes from from Dark Side. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and it it basically generates these minions and and these battle robots and stuff like that and. And that's how they ended up building Cyborg. That was one of the things I actually really did like is the fact that they referenced these other characters, but they they didn't overload it. Yeah. It's not like yeah. like in the Marvel movie where you've got oh well we got to have three bad guys and we got to have forty eight superheroes. Yeah. It's oh there are other supers. Here's a clip of them, but they're not here. Before before I go on to what my issues with the movie were, I did I will say I did like how they referenced the uh, Aquaman and the flash and cyborg yeah. because that was one of the things I was worried about was like, Oh, Aquaman is going to come in and just be, and just start talking to fish and then fish are going to jump out and fight something. And then <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was, I, I, that's, and then the flash was just going to come by and punch something really fast. And like, I'm really fast. I'll race you. <laughs> you Superman. I was, I, I was actually a little worried about that. I was like, man, they could really fuck this up fast with yeah. just with those guys. And I was really happy that they basically just let you know, hey, these guys are out there. Just, just wait. We'll get to them at another time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my, my biggest issue with this movie was Doomsday. Um, I, I understand how it worked how it worked in terms of the plot. And I, and I, I thought it was okay that, that um, Luther had a hand in it. I thought it was kind of weird that he (laughs) was basically Zod reincarnated as a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Using the blood of a human. Why would, why would the blood of Lex Luther create a monster That, that? So some of that stuff just didn't make sense to me. Um, but my, I guess they, they always want to kill Superman off in these movies. It's like they did that in, in Superman returns. They showed what would the world be like if Superman died and they, and they showed it real fast and he died and they came back. And in this one spoilers, big spoiler, which doomsday kills. I should have seen coming to tell you the truth, but when it happened, I wasn't as, as teary eyed as I thought it was going to be. But for me, I, I honestly think that they, they, they blew their load uh, on that, and when that should have been its own movie. Well, that's what, absolutely yeah. They they put in like fourteen stories in this yeah. movie, and it was it was I too mean much. a lot of stories packed into this. But that Doomsday that Doomsday story, I mean that, that the comics came out what twenty five years ago almost. Yeah, and those things we, we, t- little style styling aside, and some of the weird Justice League characters aside, that story still holds up. 25 years later, it's still an emotional story and that would work as a film on its own. And it, it really bothered me that they wasted it kind of, uh, they, 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 they really? should have had, they should have had the build up, the, the build up and with the creation of doomsday and the fight and then the world without Superman and then his resurrection at the end, that would have made a great two and a half hour movie. Yeah. They kind of yeah. rushed it. Yeah. Did this, they just wanted to put it out there so they can make the next yeah. one. And now we're yeah. and now we're never going to get it, you know. Right. So right. I was talking with a a buddy of mine who's a really avid book reader, and uh, and he was saying similar to that. And I came up with, you know, if they had turned Zod into almost Bizarro Superman, or yeah. just brought him back, and he was like 
some super powered crazed maniac and just doing what he did in the last movie essentially and let them beat him. Then they could have done a justice league movie with everybody. And then the next Superman movie, cause you know, they're going to make another one. They could have done the doomsday story. And then they could have done the second justice league movie, half of it without him. How is this going to work without Superman here? And then do, 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 do you bring him back halfway through and he saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. As long as Derek sings the theme song for the next Superman movie. <laughs> do, 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 do. Like, it just sort of seems like the world hadn't fallen in love with Superman the way that they should have. Yeah. And, and so his death is not as impactful as it, as it could have been. So, Well, that was something that was weird about it, too, is it actually did seem like a lot of people fell in love. I mean, there were a lot of protesters, but I mean, for crying out loud, they built a statue to the man only 18 months after he yeah. basically destroyed metropolis and they were all just i mean do you think it was just plain old fear that you know oh well if we don't worship this guy he's going to kill us or i mean it seemed like they they were okay with everything that happened pretty quick well in the in the statue did the statue kind of bothered me too because if there was all this debate about um you know, uh, you know what has superman done and you know we he, this whole city behind us is destroyed um, and they built and, and they, they use funds, you know, whether, whether it was private or public funds to build a gigantic statue while the city is still in ruins behind them. And, and, and there's, there's the, the, the country and the world is still saying, who is this Superman? That all that stuff, it just didn't, it didn't add up. And it, 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 it's, it's bothersome because it just sort of seemed like it's, it kind of seemed like the writers just didn't think it through. Um, and that, and that was, that was, but, I, but as, as I was watching the film, I didn't really, these were all afterthoughts. As I was watching the film, the pieces sort of fit together. I was able to suspend my disbelief and I was able to push aside those questions of like the WTF questions. Well, that's what everyone's complaining about is like, there's the characterization and the story were awful. There was no love. There was no heart. There was yeah. like nothing like that in this movie to make – yeah, and you're right, Tim. They make you fall in love with Superman. I'm always in love with Superman, so I was – I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the the biggest love story in the whole thing was Superman and Batman both love their mommies. And, you know, they should have put it out on Mother's Day for crying out loud. Exactly. Out. That's, that's what Kevin Smith was saying is that the whole movie, why they stopped fighting was because of the both named Martha. Both mothers. And what's funny is I never – thought about that until this movie that both Batman That's and what, Superman's mom I said this I said I the said, same yeah. thing I went home and I looked it up and I'm like wait a minute what, they had to change one of their names because you knew Martha Kent and I'm sitting there going what was Batman's mom's name what was her name what was her name and I had to look it up and I was I yeah I mean how I never realized that just cracks but me that's what's kind of cool is that like everyone like remembers it or they heard of it, but they never put two and two together. Like it's, it, it's right in front of you, but you yeah. don't even see it. How similar they, the two of them are just even with that one little connection. Why did you say Martha? Yeah. Why did you say that name? And I, that um, part right. of me when, when that was happening, I got a little frog in my throat when, yeah. that, when that was happening. Mm-hmm. I was like, Holy shit. Well, here's a, here's a, a little right at the scene when, when Lois throws that spear of kryptonite in the, in the water. I sleep with me. I thought, it's in the water. It's going to sink somewhere down in the water. Who's in the water? Aquaman. Yeah. Sharks in the water. Our shark. Yeah. I thought that that's Aquaman scene. Here, here's the sword, but I was. <laughs> part, of, 
part of me was there also you go. thinking. Part of yeah, the the Aquaman. I didn't think of that, but part of me was thinking when she did that because I remembered what happened in um, Superman Returns, where if you, where like Kryptonite's like a gremlin, you you get it wet and it multiplies, and and that's what that's what I thought was happening. I thought we were going to get like another uh, yeah. Fortress of Solitude of Kryptonite. Um, we didn't, luckily. But uh, but yeah, that was the first thing that popped in my head was they they did this in in Superman Returns and it made a gigantic you know it made Otisburg. Yeah. Otisburg. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys did did either of you see the the pictures online of uh, Batman and Superman fighting and he goes uh, Why are you saying Martha? It's my mother's name. It's my mother's name. And then they put the picture from Step Brothers and said, <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yes, we did. I did not see that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I liked, I liked the, the cameos. I liked the, oh, I actually God. thought that Thomas Wayne was, I thought that was Nicolas Cage oh, when no. I saw the movie. It was, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and. Yes, it was. Walking Dead people, two of them, right? Yeah, there. and Chris, you, you yeah, met, Egan. you met, you met Martha Wayne. Yes, yes, and she's just as good looking as, in person as she is on the screen. Yeah, uh, who is, what's, what's her name? Um, what is her name? The Walking Dead chick. Maggie. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's what's the actress's name? Um. Uh, Lauren Lauren Cohen. Yes. I saw her. I, she did a convention here in Nashville a few years back, so I've seen her, and she's a. During during you know how how many movies and comics have we seen of the of the pearl necklace always gets torn, broken, falls, bounces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this in this movie how it got it was on the gun, and when the gun shot, the gun barrel whatever is what broke it. Yeah, it's straight out of the comic book. Oh, it's see, scene for scene, I right out of one scene. of the books. Did, I, thought was, I thought they did a really good job with that. I think I think that this this was this, I thought that this origin in terms of the two of them getting killed. A, I liked how they they instantly put put a time frame in because they went and saw the Mark of Zorro, and I think opening next week was Excalibur. Mm-hmm. So yep. it immediately put it in like 1981, 1982. So you could think, okay, this is like 35, 36 years ago. And you can tell that Bruce Wayne is like, what, 10, 9 or 10. Yeah. So it puts him in the 45 range, which is close to what, close to what uh, Bruce, um, Ben Affleck's age is. So I thought that was kind of a neat touch. What other cameos, Tim, did you, did you like? Um, I, I like Scoot McNary. He's the guy that lost his legs and and yeah, uh, yeah. blew himself up. Yeah, I'm a I, for some reason I like that guy. I don't know why I like him. Um, who else was it? What did you think of uh, Irons as Alfred? Loved it. Yeah, Al- He's, I I thought I thought snarky Alfred was fantastic. I don't know why what it is with Alfred, but Caitlin, we, we watch Gotham and. She just she just loves Alfred. Like no matter what, and even in, in the old movies, he, she just loves Alfred. <laughs> mm. It's crazy. When when he looks at when he looks at Bruce and says, you know, I hope the next generation doesn't inherit an empty wine cellar. Yeah. And then mumbles to himself like, "There's gonna be a next generation of you." Yeah. It was just it was so perfect. He's just so, you know, snarky and 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 you know doesn't you know even though he's you know, Master Bruce doesn't take any of his crap. Right, right, right. They they sort of seem like um, equals in this. Yeah. But I, I would have thought, you know, if if Bruce Wayne is getting, you know, mid forties, I would have thought that 
Alfred would be a bit older. Because if we're if if Jeremy Irons is supposed to be Alfred and he was Bruce's butler thirty years ago or thirty five years ago, well he's sixty seven. He yeah, yeah, but but so he's only twenty. He's like we'll we'll, we'll say we'll say Bruce Wayne's forty five. He's only twenty two years older than Bruce Wayne. So he would have been like you know college age back then. So I would have thought Jeremy Irons they they should have got someone like rickety. To play, yeah, to play him. It, it just to to make the time frame work a little better, or or just not have him as Alfred, like sort of reference that Alfred died, or or this is you know Ricky Pennyworth, Alfred's long lost son. <laughs> son. <laughs> Ricky. Um, any other any other cameos? I'm waiting. We're waiting to talk about the one. I'm waiting. Oh, I know who you're waiting to talk about. Uh, why don't you just why don't you just say? Well, as soon as I saw. Superman Clark walking through, you know, to, through, the, through the tundra up there to go to Fortress of Solitude. And I saw a oh, guy, yep. I saw a guy like building, like putting rocks on a grave or something, doing something. I, I was, I was thinking, no, please, oh god, no, no. I was like, no. And then the camera zoomed in, and it was fucking Kevin Costner. As, <laughs> and, as, and you find out that at the last minute he he bit into a. Uh, what are those? What are those? A York I, peppermint yeah, patty. Yeah, you've been in a New York peppermint <laughs> patty as the tornado was coming. He's been here all this time. Oh my god! And, and everyone in the theater could hear a little sniffle coming out of. You have no idea. Mr. Chris Irons over there. You have no idea. I I was. Oh, I do. I was sitting two seats away from you. <laughs> I was I was gone. I mean, I lost my dad a couple of years ago, and seeing this and just, I love Kevin Costner on top of it, and fucking just fuck you, forget it. You know what I mean? Like I was just. Was, I didn't. I don't make noises, but I, I can't breathe. Snot's pouring down. And then, and then he's like, "Oh, I love you, son. I love you too, dead." And that was it. And oh, fuck you, man. I was just for twenty minutes. I couldn't even see it in my three D fucking goggles. <laughs> I do love Costner. I'm, I'm so glad that was. I didn't even expect that. I think that's what was good too. I I, I wasn't spoiled. I, I went in there not even thinking of Costner. <laughs> you know what he... I mean? And there he was. For in terms of movies, he's my favorite. He's my favorite, Jonathan Kent. I I do have a soft spot for Schneider. But, yeah. Uh, but he, I thought, I think he played the the Kent, the Jonathan Kent role, so well in the last movie, and it was really nice to see him come back. Yes, and, totally uh, agree. I I, I kind of was great. I I kind of wanted a uh, crow a cameo? Joel Morel yeah. cameo. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted like when. When when Lex puts that thing back in the uh, the oh, key back in the unit, that's what bothered uh, me too. Was how can a human being, you know, the the alien ships like, are you in charge? And uh, uh, yes, yes, okay. Like, mm-hmm. how is that possible? I don't like that part. Like, I I would have thought that it would have been speaking Kryptonian, right? Right. Uh, yeah. To him, so it would have been like blah 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 blah, and then you know Lex Luthor would have to go blah blah blah. And then those those Kryptonian Rosetta Stone tapes are really paying off for you, Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. eighty nine ninety nine for level one, and that's all you need to take control of the shit. <laughs> did you guys like notice? As soon as I came home, I don't know if you guys did it. I punched in Batman versus Superman Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Just to see, did you see the Riddler question mark? You know, I didn't notice that. But what did you think of the um, the Robin suit? I thought that was. I'm guessing. It was cool. Joker killed him is what I'm guessing. Well, I know, Chris, I know you're not big in the comic yeah. books, and we're going to spoil a little comic book history for you, too. Good. But 
But there's a it was called what the Killing Joke. I heard no, it. No, it was uh, Death in the Family. Back Death in the Family. It, it yeah. took place about a year before the Keaton Batman movie came out, sometime in late yeah. '87 or early '88. And and Joker basically beats the living hell out of Robin, killing yeah. him. Yeah, literally beats him to death. I I, I figure because that's his costume, and then Joker wrote all over it, right? And then and yeah. then there's an explosion that also that all, that doubly kills seals, him. Seals kill. the deal. Yeah, seals the deal. Um, they're actually gonna do um one of those DC animated movies about it soon. I heard that with Mark Hamill and Conroy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they brought him back. Yeah. Yeah, those DC animated movies, I, I tend to I tend to like them better than the DC live action movies. They're really really good. They 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 tell the stories better. Like with these with mm-hmm. these live action ones, you kind of have to amalgamate things. Whereas with that, you can be pretty true to the subject because you're not necessarily making a sequel to something. It's not you're not making a a franchise. You're making one offs, and so yeah, those those animated things are really cool. Yeah. Well. Was anyone trying to look at um, Amy Adams' nipples in the bathtub? Yes. Okay. Yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> I yeah, think so we all were. You could tell. You could tell they sort of like fuzzed it out. But. It was blurry once in a while. Like there's some kind of like like blurriness. I was like, come yeah. on, focus. Well, maybe when they release the R-rated DVD yeah. version yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm watching that. That's all right. I, I I kept wishing that she was wearing the pants from that second uh, Night at the Museum movie. <laughs> well, I was hoping just snow pants, fire crash. <laughs> Show a boob or something. Um, what do you guys think about the actual fight finally between the two? I, I, I personally, I loved how Batman just would shoot kryptonite at him and he would he would inhale it. He was weak and then all of a sudden he saw him getting stronger. It's wearing off, it's wearing off. Now it's your turn. I love that back and forthness of the fight. I loved his face, Batman's face, when he's punching the hell out of Superman. Yeah. And he, you know, at first it's hurting, it's hurting and it's hurting. Yeah. And then he gets his strength back and he just sits there and takes it. And he, <laughs> Affleck just pulls back and is like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> great. I love how it was wearing off. And now it's your turn. Oh, now I got kryptonite in my blood. Wait, it's wearing off. Now it's your turn. Like that. I love that back and forthness. I really did. And all the little traps and tricks that Batman pulls off are, you know, stuff that they've done in the comic books in the past and yeah. in other stories in the past. And, it was just so cool to see that it. that part where he tied the rope to his fucking leg and was dragging him off that pile. That was and then he's oh, spinning so them, awesome. yeah, hitting all the fucking pillars and walls. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, Superman, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Luke's jumping up and down. Uh, he, was, <laughs> he was loving it. And then you know, um, Doomsday with that missile up in space, mm. and he and, and and he looked like he, like he was like. 89 years old, she made up in space. It looked so like like a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And then the sun came out. Here comes the sun. It's drink it up, Somebody gave him a cup of Sunny D, and he's back to go. There was so much I loved about this movie. It's like those one of those breakfast things with the guy in the sun costume, and oh god, Jimmy just comes out. Hey, would you like this? It's a you know. It's a it's a toaster strudel. Here, eat this. I, I I loved a lot of moments from this movie, and a few things bothered me. So I I think the the loveness of scenes are way more than what just bothered me here and there. But I'm not as big a comic book fan as you guys are, and that's why maybe you guys found more problems with it. 
Uh, I think it's amazing that we've been talking for an hour and we didn't bring up Gail Godot yet. Well, I was waiting on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who's still wearing the pants right now? <laughs> <laughs> what did, uh, yeah, what did, we'll, we'll bring it up now. What did uh, you guys think of Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. We'll go, we'll go with, uh, we'll go with uh, Derek first, please. Wonder Woman. I, I liked her in both roles. I, I thought, you know, when she was, it, you know, in in the stories and in the Linda Carter days, you know, she was a reporter. She was an investigator. She was smart. And then she was Wonder Woman and kicked everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that she was like sneaking around and following Bruce and knew that Bruce was somebody to keep an eye on and and grabbed his uh, recorder before he could. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody, you know, one of the big criticisms when they started releasing pictures of her is, well, she's like a skinny supermodel and, oh, that costume's not going to look great. They're going to make her look like a tramp. I thought she looked fantastic. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't want to bump into her in a dark alley. I'm I would, sure want, to bump into her. I would want to bump onto her. That's right. And, and then out and then in. A bumper for 38 seconds. <laughs> and I, I, I like that she had the shield. I like that she had the cuffs. And I like that she finally had the lasso, too. Yeah. But yes. I, I thought she was great. I thought she was used just enough. She wasn't overkill. You know, it wasn't really her movie. It was the other two movie. But I thought she was a great addition. I love how they show Chris Pine <laughs> in that photo. You know, <laughs> next, next June, I think it comes out, right? Uh, 2017, I think, Wonder Woman comes out. Wonder Woman. What they shook Chris Pine? Was in he that, in that photo? Yeah, in that photo to the far far left. Yeah. I did not I did not even notice that. No. Yeah. Cuz you know what's weird is that <laughs> Luke turned over to me and he, he's like that's that's the guy from Star Trek, you know. His his Star Trek, I guess. You know what I mean? You're like shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> that's not Shatner. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, it's, it's cool though. I, I like she was great and you're and and the lasso. You know like in in the finale of Smallville, I'm like, just show me the S. Just take off the shirt, Tom Welling. Just show me the S. And this, <laughs> and this, I'm like, where's the lasso? Where is the lasso? And shit, there it was. I'm like, there's the lasso. <laughs> yeah, she. I th- I thought she was really great. I I hope that. I hope that the the movie they make is more of a ca- uh, Captain America, the first Avenger type movie that takes place. Back in World War One era, right. um, I hope it's not a modern film. Hopefully, but I thought she did really good. I really liked her, the music they played. They had this kind of like Mediterranean, mid eastern music that would play when she was on screen, and I thought it was, I thought it was really effective. I really liked. Oh yeah, I really liked it. And actually, in 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 general, like they use that 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 Superman theme from Man of Steel, not yeah. the not the John Williams theme. But they used that just sparingly enough so that when that song was when that was yeah. when it was planned, also really effective. You knew something important was happening and something meaningful. I actually bought that soundtrack, Tim, two days before I saw the movie because I know I, I, I know I wanted it. I didn't play it, so I saw the movie, and yeah, it's you can tell what's. What's the Batman themes happening, and when the Man of Steel themes happening, it, it's really cool. It goes back and forth. The only thing that was missing from the Wonder Woman thing is if Batman or Superman went walking past her and just fell over because they hit the invisible jet. <laughs> <laughs> that would have just been like the per like they should put that in the gag reel. You, that would just yeah. be hysterical. Do you think she has it? Like right? Now? Do you think she must have no. it? No, no, I don't. Think no, she has it. I'm I sure think, they're not going to do that. Yeah, I think. 
I think she's able to run like the Flash, and she can get from A to B. Well, she can fly too, and fly. Which I never agree with that, but that's just me. <laughs> well, you don't need to agree with it. It's it is what it is. It, I can't. You, I can't change. You can look up when she does it, Chris. Oh, she's yeah. a full <gasps> skirt. Okay, all right. I, I see what you're saying there, Derek. <laughs> so. Um, Holly Hunter. I I still have. I still have something for her. I don't know. I why. have a little crush on Holly Hunter. I think it's. I think it's her. It's a voice. The accent. Um, her Georgian accent. Yeah. Yeah. And and Lawrence Fishburne for me was was more Perry Whitey in this one than he was in the first one. I don't know why. I, I yeah. enjoyed him more in this one than I did in the first one. He reminded me of uh, Lou Grant from Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Dated reference, but <laughs> I can see that. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of really great. I, I actually thought that um, Holly Hunter was going to have a bigger role in this. Like, I, I really thought she was going to be a bad guy, but she sort of seemed like she was like a true like truth seeker, and yeah. she really wanted to figure things out. And and I and I, I honestly thought that she was going to team up with Luther to destroy. Superman, but Luther didn't. He didn't need her. He, oh, well, I guess he did need her. He needed to. He needed her to get Superman to come out. Yeah. In order for him to, I guess, frame him for. That the was that was an emotional scene, or they're all in there, and the bomb goes off, but he's the only one last man standing. He's just standing there with all these bodies around him. That was like I was like, yeah. oh, Superman. And how? God damn it! How the hell could Luther sacrifice? His super hot Asian assistant, Mercy. Mercy. Yeah, yeah oh I was God. just going to say that. Man. Mercy. I mean, she was just. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, mercy. She was just a vision. And, and I was like, you fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he deserved to die just for just for killing her. You that fucking dickless dick. I know how you I know how Tim feels about Asian women, especially hot Asian. women. I don't want them to be blown up. We've, we did enough on World War Two. We don't need to do it again in Superman. <laughs> okay, I agree with that. Uh, if for anybody who is uh, of Japanese descent, that I did that was a poor joke, and I'm sorry. I apologize. He doesn't want the ugly Asian women to get blown up either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, if even if you're an ugly Asian woman, I don't want you to be blown up. And you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's face it. There is there are there are a few out there. So what else can we talk about this movie? Have we, have we mentioned anything? We. Did we skip anything? Miss anything? Were you bummed that there wasn't anything at the end of the credits, Chris? I I knew there wasn't. Like I already like read it online or something. Kind of, sort of. You know, I did like how it ended. Like I do know I did buy the Death of Superman comic actually to to get that armband and (laughs) and whatnot. (laughs) I like how how the casket was black, like it was in in the in the. Yeah, it was the just comic. like the just like in the comic. I I wanted I don't know why I wanted the um his cape to be over rather than than the flag. I don't know why. <laughs> I just did. But at the very end, in the wooden casket on on I guess Smallville, or, um, I like how at the very end the dirt came off. Mm-hmm. Just like in the first Man of Steel, had when he learned to fly, the ground would shake and then the dirt and shit would come off the ground. So he's not dead. I know that. But it was still sad to see a big hole in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. This like, oh, it was a huge, I'm, huge hole. And, and I mean, and when his eyes were open, he's just laying there. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and and they they did they did pretty pretty well replicate the 
the feeling from the original Death of Superman comic with Lois Lane coming up behind him and holding him and crying and that's right, sort of right. That's I and I liked I liked what Wonder Woman said when when her when her and Bruce are hanging out at the at the Kent funeral and and he, she's like, well, they're in the city, they're having a a funeral for a warrior, and this is his home, you know, like they don't know how to how to treat Superman back yeah. in, in Metropolis because he was he was an epic warrior for them. But what mm-hmm. bothered me is there's Bruce Wayne saying, you know, I failed him in life. I want his death. You just you tried to kill him fucking yesterday. Yeah. That's how he failed him. He failed him while he was alive. He was trying to kill him. Okay. And now that he's dead, he wants to bring him back to life. <laughs> so he can kill him. Again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was I, I, I find nothing wrong. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a great time watching this movie, and I, I definitely want to see it again. I really do. What did you think about um, Batman visiting Lex at the end? I thought that was kind of cool. And the whole branding thing, I know a lot of people didn't don't like that. I, I think that that's kind of cool, though. They get see burn that fucking bat symbol on your ass cheeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? But why would that Why would that be – like they were saying, like, if you're branded – when you go to prison, people are going to kick the shit out of you and kill you. Why? Why would that be? You'd think Batman put a lot of those people in the in the prison. Why would they? Why would the prisoners in the prison want to help Batman? I, that's a, yeah. I don't know. That makes kind of sense a little bit. Yeah. That 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 was another little thing. I'm like, I what? I don't get that. Um. Now before we give our reviews, because uh, we're kind of winding down. As a franchise starter, meaning the movies that are coming after this, Suicide Squad and uh, you know Justice League and all those other ones, how do you feel that this movie holds as a franchise starter? I think it's too much at once. Is how I feel. Like they just they they gave us too many things to even think about for the next one almost. You know. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's a very dark start for this series. I mean, if you go, you know, not to keep comparing it to Marvel, but if you look at Marvel's, you know, you had Iron Man leading into Captain America, leading into Avengers, and then it all just went crazy from there. But they were fun movies. As much drama as there was, they were fun movies. This was just really dark. But I got to say, I'm really looking forward to Suicide Squad. Mm. So am I, but I think seeing Will Smith in that kind of role looks out of place for him. Everyone else looks perfect. But he, Dude, he's the same exact character he was in Independence Day. He's just wearing a mask. <laughs> I mean, he's an ass kicker, and you know, he's just oh, let's do our job. Let's kick some ass. It's Welcome just to Earth. Of, yeah. yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Earth. Earth. Yeah, okay. For um, for me. While I while I enjoyed the movie and I think it's I think it's okay as its own thing, it, kind of what Derek was actually exactly what Derek was saying. I do think that if they're trying to make a mega blockbuster series, I think that they they set the wrong tone. I do think that it was it was too dark. Um, I think that it it skewed older. Um, I know a lot of people want things to be edgy and dark, but I, I, I just didn't think it worked. I think it's, I think it's okay to have that in the movies. Like with the Marvel ones, you're going to have 
brighter ones, you're going to have darker ones. But I think that this one just sets the wrong tone for the rest of the series. Everything has to be, everything is edgy. Like when they showed the flash, they showed him as like kind of this like long haired, you know, sewer rat. And I'm just kind of like, you know, the flash is like the brightest that, you know, Wally West or depending who they're have, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed surfer boy, you know, or, or, um, if they're going to go Barry Allen, I mean, Barry Allen was straight lace. So it's, I don't know. I just, I, I think, I just think it was too, just sets the wrong tone. And I, and I think it's a, they're stumbling in and I think it's just going to, it's, everything is going to collapse under this, even though I did like this movie, but I do think that the universe is going to collapse in on itself. I remember you, Tim, saying that when they first announced all these movies, you're like, eh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm skeptical. Again, it's like what, what Derek had said and what a lot of people are saying. Marvel took its time. It's like they, they took a, they took a gamble on making, um, Iron Man. And when Iron Man worked, they're like, okay, well, let's go and make Iron Man 2. And then when, and that was when they decided to plan this universe. Whereas with this, it was like, they really just wanted to put all their eggs in this basket. And unfortunately, I, I have a feeling, in the end, it's it's going to be its undoing. True. Well, look at like uh, Ant Man. You know, Ant Man's probably not a very very well known comic book character, at least not by like the the general po- public, the casual fan. But you know, they got a fun actor in it. They made it look mm-hmm. goofy. You know, I mean, it was a good movie, but they made it fun. You know, and then they're going to do an Aquaman movie, and Aquaman is publicly known as like the lamest superhero. He talks to fish and they want to make, you know, they want to make huge bucks on this. Now, you know, we could be completely wrong. It wouldn't be the first time, but you know, you got, you get a bunch of independent movies coming out. And if they're as dark or stick to this sort of a timeline, you know, it's going to be a really niche audience. That's going to want to go see it. So, yeah, I I don't think they're ever going to see Marvel numbers, even though this, this movie did have a, ridiculously strong opening but i i think uh it, what, what's the repeat viewing is not going to be there i think it's going to drop right. off considerably in the next month and then it'll just it'll just disappear um and then well i mean suicide squad people are supposedly people have seen early early um edits of it and they say it's fantastic i personally think it looks dumb but I have been wrong in the past on a lot of movies. I've been right in the past, and I'll be right and wrong in the future. So I, I, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it, Tim. I'm more worried about Jared Leto as, as Joker than anything else with that movie. But it does just – it looks fun. Yeah, so far Jer- so far, the, the things that, that seem right to me are Jared Leto and Margot Robbie. Robbie. Um, I, I just want to – I just want to take my pants off and just sit in that movie and just watch the Margot Rob- Robbie scenes alone. Oh, God. Hopefully we'll be alone, Tim, if you take your pants off. <laughs> yeah. Everybody leave. I'm removing my pants. My pantalones. <laughs> my pantalones. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, let's uh, – I guess uh, – are we are we ready to give our popcorn? I am, I am but I think we, we did – how about that, that damn fight scene in the warehouse with, with Batman and all the fucking guys? Oh, fucking A. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was That was fantastic. <laughs> That was like 
I don't know if it was one shot. It sure looked like it, but it was fucking kicked at. It was just, he was punching everyone and throwing in their heads yeah. in the fucking ground, you know? Love that. Fucking A. Yeah. All right. Was... Chris, you, you go first. I go first. Pop, I'll go Chris. first. All right. Yeah. I am giving this, and you guys are probably going to hate me, but I am giving this some big, fluffy, buttery, salty kernels that just melt in your mouth. No chewing necessary. They're the best. Pop- Straight out of Orville Redenbacher's sack. Right out of a sack. <laughs> I am giving this. I am giving this. I really like this. I'm giving this four and a half, Tim. And there. Four and a half, really? Yeah. yeah. I can see this. This is definitely repeatable viewings and definitely fun. And I just, I just, I just, I just loved it, Tim. Four and a half. Okay. All right. Fuck you, critics. No. <laughs> Derek, I'm gonna let you go second. I'm actually, I'm going to say, Derek, please go second. It's not that I'm letting you go second. Please go second. Thank you. Thank you for your permission, <laughs> sir. Um, I, I don't think I would go as high as four and a half. Well, thanks for joining uh, us, Derek. It was nice having you. Yeah, go. Fuck you, Derek. <laughs> this is our show, dickhead. <laughs> Tick. Canceled. Click. <laughs> well, we are four episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does happen. I, I would probably go about three, three and a half popcorns. Uh, I, I wouldn't go out to go see it again at the movies. Uh, I did watch it at home. I'm not going to say how. Uh, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> he is, he's telling the truth. I, I did see a screenshot. He sent me a photo. I was like, I said, are you watching that now? <laughs> he's like, yes, I am. I was like, oh. It's definitely one that'll get added to the collection. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't rush out to go see it again. Wow. Okay. I am going to give this one a four. Oh. Um, which, yeah, because I really, I did enjoy it a lot. I really do want to see it again. I've only seen it the one time. Um, and I, 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 cause there's a lot of things that I think I'll pick up on when I see it a second and probably a third. I'm, I'm this, this is a movie I'll probably end up seeing about three, maybe four times during its run, depending on how much, free time I have to get out to the movies to see, to, to do things. Uh, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, even though all of those criticism that I said, but I, overall I thought that it was a very enjoyable film and, um, it, 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 it fits well with the Batman, uh, tone, but I think just as, you know, as I said, with the, as a franchise starter, I think it's a, it's, it's a couple steps in the wrong direction, but still four, Delicious popcorns. That's not bad. Four and a half, four, and there's there there's three, maybe three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's still pretty good though. I mean, I think we all enjoyed it. Had some flaws here and there, but I can look past that. So anyway, I guess I guess we're coming to the end. Uh, Derek, are there are there any movies? I know you you don't go out to the movies quite as much as Chris and I. Are there are there any movies that you're looking forward to seeing in the theaters coming out soon? Uh, I really just looking for uh, Suicide Squad right now. Uh, that Age of Apocalypse that's coming out just kind of looks like a renter to me. Really? The new X-Men movie? Uh, yeah, no, that, I don't know. I, I think that looks really good, but I don't understand how Angel is in it now when they introduced Angel in X-Men 3. There's there's some of those characters don't make sense to me. I'm like, well, what? But he was in X Men Three as a teenager, and now he's a teenager. Well, they did the same thing with uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's in this one too. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying that Dead Seven's not on your list to see, Derek? Like right away? 
Are you going to ask me what Dead 7 is? Yeah, what what's Dead, Dead 7? 7, Chris? I think I told you, Tim, about this last time. It's that, that Western with, oh. with four with um, boy bands fighting zombies. <laughs> oh, my God. Nick Carter, Joey Vitone. It's like NSYNC, Backstreet, O-Town, and 98 Degrees. <laughs> Come on. That's a, that's a classic right Listen. there. If there's a if there's a cameo by NKOTB, then I'm in. But otherwise, no, thank you. Might be a new kids, and I don't know. I don't see any new kids yet. <laughs> okay. I'm looking. I'm looking here. It's it's mainly Backstreet and NSYNC. Who's Carrie Keegan? I like her. There's nothing. Like Hardcore Henry looks interesting to go check check out. That yeah. that one just looks like it's going to give you a headache. It does actually. Yeah. Bring a bring a barf bag and the boss McCarthy again trying to carry a movie. I don't know about that. Mm. Well, Jungle Book. Uh, the, oh, Criminal. Kevin Costner. That movie looks really good. Criminal. As I've said, I, I want to see the the Hank Williams movie there. I saw the light, even though a friend of mine saw it. She she said it was god awful. She said it was like just horribly bad, and I was like. Oh. But, I watched the preview for that. It looked really good. I think it looks. I think it looks interesting, but I've heard people say it looked horrible. It, it had an exclusive. It's showing exclusively right now in Nashville. Um, and I, I was at the theater. The movie. I, I went and saw a movie today, and I wanted to see that one, but I got there a little too late, so I have to see it maybe tomorrow. Damn it. Well, anyway. all right. Well, is that it, Tim? Are we done? Yep. All right. Fifty well. episodes. Fiftieth episode. 50. And we're going to have 50 more, hopefully, even if I get to pay for movies, we'll still yeah. keep this thing going. 50-50. <laughs> yeah, Chris has been having some issues. Yes, but... But I'm telling you, as soon as you get the movie pass, you're, you're, you're moving... Because you, you, you'll have so much freedom. You can say, I, I can go to the Quaker Town Theater all the time. Yeah, I can yeah. go to this theater whenever I want to. I can go over here and see a movie. My, um, my wife's health and... and personal life is more important than me seeing free movies it's there it's, <laughs> yeah. i i said it it took me a while her sanity to her sanity and her uh yeah her, her personal yeah personal well-being personal well-being i care about her more than my free movies i said but that. if she's if she's number one free movies are number two or one one point one <laughs> We'll, we'll isolate that part of the podcast and send it directly to please her please do she'll, she hasn't yes. heard anything i've done <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask um, her, 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 hey, hey Derek. Hey, yeah. Can you pass Tim the popcorn? Ooh. Ooh. Got page prints a wrap. Recording is on. <laughs> so how how do you want to do? We, do we want to like? Hello and welcome to. <laughs> I can tell the the, the 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 pause was just that long that you were just about to go. Is that right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was. I didn't know like what I was doing for for a second. You're like, how is that? Okay. That's hello. <laughs> I'll be quiet. Mouth shut. I'll be no, quiet. No, 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 no. Good. Actually, actually, um. How should we do this? Derek, what? why don't you do it? <laughs> People are going to be saying, I think I downloaded the wrong podcast. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. <laughs> uh, 
Tim, do your Batman and like crispy Superman. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Ooh. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait. You okay? So, all right, we'll just start over. Derek, you you be the uh, the the opening announcer. <laughs> I want- what am I supposed to say? I listen to you every week. So uh, I don't remember. But what he the fuck he's just say like, welcome to the fiftieth episode of Pants and Popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome to the fiftieth episode of Pass the Popcorn. Are you gonna be? I'll say of, and you can say pass the popcorn. As as Batman, Tim, you're gonna do Batman. Pass the popcorn. And then how's your Superman, Chris? Yeah, um, I'll say the popcorn is dead. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Did that sound like good? (laughs) Okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay. Let me know. You want me to start anytime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Shit in my pants. <laughs> I'll wait till Chris is done a, shit. Let's just pants. put all this shit at the end of the yes. end of the show. Put this all at the end, Derek, alright? For us. Alright. Got paste print. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a Neozaz.com production and part of the Neozaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment, please visit Neozaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.